Me, Soph and Fee usually spent Saturday mornings round one another's houses, watching cartoons, bands and silly stuff on TV. This morning it was Fee's turn, so she'd have piled all the cushions from the sofa and chairs on the floor, ready for us all, and her cat Garfield, to splodge out on. But this particular morning, I wouldn't be doing any splodging. This particular morning, I'd phoned Fee and said I couldn't come. Why not? Cause, I told her, I have to meet a VIP. Very important person? Like someone dead famous, you mean? I could imagine Fee's arched, gingery eyebrows frowning as she spoke. I realised I'd made it sound way too exciting and mysterious. She probably thought Madonna was coming round to our house to pick out a couple of gerbils to take home with her as pets. No, I mean... A very important project. That's what I'd decided when I'd been lying in bed last night. Everyone needs something interesting to do during the holidays, and I'd made up my mind that making Dylan more friend-friendly would be my very important project for the week. I had absolutely no idea how I could do that, but I reckoned I'd have till Sunday when I went over, as usual, to visit my dad, my stepmom Fiona and Dylan to work something out. And then Dylan had changed my plans by phoning me first thing this morning. Okay, he didn't so much phone me as photo message me. Caitlin, our lodger, who looks after me when mum's working, had just made us both singed sausages and burnt beans for breakfast when I heard my mobile go, ping! And there on the display was a picture of Dylan in his room, holding up a piece of paper that read, Help! I'm bored! Well, of course he was bored. He didn't have a best friend to hang out with during the holidays. So I texted him back, asking if he wanted to come round and help me walk the dogs in the park. He wrote back and said, Don't you mean they'll walk us in the park? Which was pretty funny, and true. So half an hour later, instead of eating cheese on toast on Fee's cushions, I was in the park with Dibbles, Dopey Dog, George, Skinny Dog, Kenneth, Dog That Thinks It's a Cat, and Dylan, Human, I think. She was a bit freaked. Who was a bit freaked about what? Honestly, having a conversation with Dylan was seriously complicated. It was like being in a maze heading for the middle and then finding yourself on a path taking you back to the beginning again. No wonder he didn't have a zillion people fighting to be his best friend. And it wasn't just the fact that he could be hard work to chat to, it was also the clothes he wore. I mean, those terrible red trousers he had on, and that yellow t-shirt with the teddy bear logo on it. I know Dylan is kind of small for his age, but there's no excuse for dressing like a five-year-old course. I knew who was choosing his clothes for him. Fiona. And as much as I liked my stepmom, I didn't like the way she tried to wrap Dylan up in a mountain of cotton wool, as if the bogeyman or every germ in the world would get him if she didn't look out for him every second of the day. My mum, Dylan interrupted my thoughts, she was pretty freaked out about me coming to the park on my own today. I might have known. But you're not on your own, 
I blurted out. You're with me and three dogs and about... about fifty other people. The fifty other people included parents cooing over wailing, dribbly babies in pushchairs, parents shouting at toddlers who were hitting other toddlers, bunches of girls sitting chatting on benches, and groups of boys or older blokes enthusiastically playing games of football. Yeah, that's what Mike, I mean your dad, told her, said Dylan, picking up a stick and chucking it so the dogs could chase it. George and Kenneth bolted after it, but Dibbles was too dense to notice and went to sniff an empty crisp packet instead. Poor Dylan. You know, it's every mum's job to worry, but Fiona really wasn't...